Welcome to the latest podcast in the Workplace series from the People Mentor, Nicola Richardson. Hello. Are you sitting comfortably? Welcome to my Workplace series of podcasts that will help you to navigate some of the difficulties you might come up against when you're a business owner. Today, I want to talk about how involving your team is your key to business growth. Do you have a vision for your business, but often feel like your team aren't getting behind it? And are there signs that your team don't feel valued and supported by you either? Have you ever shared your vision with them, included them in decision making and encouraged them to contribute ideas? If not, then you may need to shift your focus from scrambling for profits to how to manage your people. As a leader, your ability to help your employees develop and grow will ultimately determine how successful your business is. You can't wave a magic wand and have a capable, energised and motivated team appear before your very eyes. But you can follow some tried and tested steps to transfer your team into one that will work with you every step of the way to achieve success. Start with setting expectations. Your team won't work hard forever if there is no defined goal or expected outcome. They'll just end up burnt out and unmotivated. So tell them your vision, what your priorities are and objectives are and how and when you expect them to be achieved. Next, you'll have a much better chance of being able to harness the skills and capabilities of your team to help grow your business if you know what they are. So look at people individually and then overall as a team so you can get a good picture of what people do well and where there's room for improvement. You will then be able to direct people to where they can make the most impact. I've seen a great exercise using SWOT, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats as a team where everybody put their strengths, their weaknesses, their opportunities, what opportunities they saw and what threats they saw and then they assessed it and scored it so they knew where they needed to develop the team. Worked really well and it's worth a try. When people do well, they want to keep on growing and whether they are a very capable employee or there's room for improvement, there's a definite need for you to step into a coaching role and offer support and guidance to help employees get to where they need to be to be their best in this role. This is a vital step for any business owner who wants business growth and success. Equally, if not more important, is a need to create a healthy workplace culture. Have you ever worked for a boss who would come down on you like a ton of bricks if you made a mistake? Have you ever been afraid to contribute something in a meeting for fear of being ridiculed? This is really not a healthy culture and it's certainly not one that encourages innovation, creativity or using your own initiative. Where there is no room for creativity, collaboration or mistakes, there's usually a very limited scope for growth. Within a healthy culture, there are also healthy relationships. And if there's constant conflict in your business, either between you and your employees or between different members of your team, this needs to be tackled. 
Conflict and lack of trust can really harm productivity and profits and ultimately growth. Be a leader who respects and values their team and who makes it known that their door is always open. Get to the bottom of interpersonal conflicts in a diplomatic way and get everyone pulling in the same direction to achieve the business goals. Of course, your team will be more likely to unite behind common goals if you inspire them. Work hard to create a sense of being a team and a feeling of being part of something that's bigger than themselves. What could you do in your business to make people feel excited about going into work every day? And finally, communicate. Make sure that your team isn't kept in the dark about anything. Take the time to speak with them, even if it's only in passing, and hold regular team meetings where there is space for employees to talk about their concerns or even make suggestions. The more involved employees feel, the more willingly they'll work hard for you and for the good of the business. Usually, there is a direct link between how involved employees are in making decisions and contributing to the business and their motivation, morale and job satisfaction. If you run your business like an autocratic business and you don't allow any employee involvement at all, you're missing out on some big benefits. Namely, involving employees in decision making makes them feel valued and when people feel valued, they generally make more effort and show more commitment. Next, employees will be able to start making decisions for themselves. Do you often complain that your team can't make decisions without you, so you're forever working and effectively tied to the business? Well, how are they supposed to make decisions if they aren't involved and you haven't shared any information with them? When employees are involved, they'll take ownership of whatever they're doing and are more likely to work harder to achieve success. Taking ownership is a positive step for your team. Do you ever make decisions that are met with eye-rolling or negativity? Have you heard people say, well, that will never work, or well, there goes another brilliant idea in a sarcastic tone? Of course. This suggests that your team don't agree with your decision, and they can say it's terrible and cast blame if things go wrong because you made the decision, not them. When employees are more involved in the business, they're likely to be less negative and have higher morale and motivation. It's all about knowing that you're making a difference. Even the hardest worker will get fed up after a while if they think that nothing they're doing is making a difference. When people can see they're making a difference, they'll be far more motivated to do well. And probably the biggest bonus of involving employees for you is that it will free you up to work on the things that are going to actively grow your business. I understand that you might have jitters at the thought of involving employees more because initially delegating tasks and supporting them to take on extra responsibilities will take up some of your precious time. It also takes a lot of trust and the ability to forgive mistakes on your part, but it really is worth it. Making your team feel valued and involved will make them more engaged, motivated and committed and this is what's going to get you the results you want. 
This is what's going to enable you to have a successful business and the lifestyle you want. This is what's going to give you a more secure future and a better work-life balance. But only if you harness the power of your team for growth. Do you want to learn how to harness the power of your team so that your business can grow? Well, I can help. When you invest in my Harnessing the Power of Your Team for Growth package, I work with you to assess your business vision and strategy and identify your growth potential. And I work with your team to gain insights about the business, make them feel valued and identify real opportunities for harnessing their skill sets, idea, experience and creativity to help grow your business. Book a call with me to find out how I can help. It's Nicola Richardson at thepeoplementor.co.uk. More than happy to have a chat. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening. This is The People Mentor signing off. Until next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you need any help or advice, please contact Nicola on Nicola Richardson at thepeoplementor.co.uk The People Mentor, driving your business forward.